You guys know that I've joined the Motivated CEO podcast to the podcast Her Network. It's really been a game changer for the fast track to growing this podcast. And I am so excited to tell you that they are opening their doors right now for you to come and join too. If you want to learn more, join the founder, Joanne Bolt, and myself at the upcoming live masterclass, Three-Step Visibility Engine, by registering at podcasther.com forward slash masterclass. Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Today, we are talking about how to build a bullseye brand with a niche strategy. And we are joined by a special guest, the brand CEO herself, Malika Mahotra. I would love to welcome you into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. It's great to have you here today. Oh, it's great to be here. Thank you so much, Amy, for the opportunity. Oh my gosh, it is my pleasure. But before we dive in, tell listeners more about yourself who you are, what you do, and who you serve. Yes, thank you. So I am a brand strategist. I'm a niche specialist and a mentor. I work with female entrepreneurs who struggle with standing out in their saturated marketplace. They're either plateauing or they're finding their way onto burnout, and they really are struggling with how to message and position themselves. So what I do is I come in and take a look at all of their skills and their strengths. We look at their offers. We do a really deep dive in their business and we try to figure out how they can define a power niche for themselves so that they can strengthen their message and really become that sought after expert. I use a lot of my experience as a former advertising executive working on campaigns for big brands like Oil of Olay and L'Oreal. I find that all of those strategies and key concepts we actually are using as solopreneurs as well, because it's all about standing out in our marketplace and connecting with those dream clients that we're looking to, you know, work with. I love it. So I feel like niching is one of those topics. It's a pretty hot topic because people tend to be on both sides of the spectrum. There's people of the camp that say, no, you shouldn't niche down. That's the worst thing you can do but it can actually be a really valuable strategy that we can use. So why does niching matter and how can it help us? Yes, so I think in today's marketplace, niching is sort of a non-negotiable. Niching is a way for you to connect quickly and deeply with your audience. And so what what does niching even mean? So niching is a way to um, go from a broad audience and narrow in to a subgroup of people to go from being a Jane of all trades and really claim your expertise and become more of a specialist. And when you can combine that targeted audience with a specialization, layering also like what makes you different? What's that superpower? And even if you have a solution, is it a vehicle or um, you know, a certain methodology or formula that sets you apart, that combination, that hybrid of those four elements is really going to help you differentiate and communicate your distinct value so that you get the better clients, so that you stand in the power of your brand and you're not doing all of the things for all of the people. And it will really, 
you know, take you to that zone of genius and that sort of energy where you are um, working at your, your best ability and best capacity. And I think that energy is also super contagious. People can feel that CEO energy. And so there's so many reasons, I think, to consider niching as part of your business building strategy. That is so good because I love what you said. You know, it's all about connecting quickly and deeply with those aligned clients because I think so often we want to be for everyone, but when we're trying to talk to everyone, nobody hears us and we just get lost. Yes. I think in the beginning, when you are a new entrepreneur, often you are testing, you're experimenting, you might be researching. And so you might be more of a generalist at that point. And I think that's fair, right? Because you're really just trying to get your bearings and figuring out where, which direction you should be going into. But at a certain point in your business, you'll find that maybe you're getting overlooked for opportunities. Maybe people are confused about what you do, and maybe they are not buying at the price that you want to be charging. And it's because you are diluting your message and being a generalist, the Jane of all trades, instead of crafting a brand that is more honed in, that leverages the skills and the strengths that you are better at than other people are, or you know, leveraging the solutions that you have that are on repeat, that are giving people the results consistently. So there's so many different factors of why, how to construct the niche, but just building that niche is going to make you instantly recognizable, referable, and findable versus saying, I'm a business coach, period. And no one really knows what you do or who you serve. You can maybe instead say, I'm a personal branding business coach who works with corporate executive C-suite women who are trying to advance in their career so they have to build their personal brand. Then all of a sudden, I have a picture in my head that is vivid and is detailed so I know who you work with, what is the problem that you solve, and that you're an expert in that lane. Exactly, because that's what people are looking for now. They're looking for experts that can solve the problem that they have. And that is just such a perfect way that you just explained that whole entire process. Now, do you think that there's anyone that shouldn't niche down? Or is this some, something that everyone should be doing? I mean, I haven't really found a business yet that shouldn't be niched down in some way. You know, you could, if you're an agency and you're working with different clients, um, maybe the way that you're niching is that you, your time frame, the way you produce results, right? There's different ways to niche. So that I think there's opportunity to kind of think about your business in different ways. It doesn't have to be just demographic. I think that's what the misconception is, is that, oh, you're putting me in a box and you're making me work with a certain demographic. It's not just that. It's bigger than that. You can niche down in the delivery of your products. You can niche down in the personality and the approach that you have. You can niche down in your industry or your client or a technology or an innovation that you have. I want you to be think outside of the box in terms of how you can niche your brand. And really what it means is that you are not positioning yourself as a commodity. You're positioning yourself as an expert and a specialist with a specific problem that you are solving for a specific group of people in a specific way. And when you get specific, 
it means that people have a real um, certainty of the value you can bring, right? It's tangible. It's precise. It is worth the money to pay. I always bring up the examples of medicine, right? You're not going to go to someone who is a specialist in brain surgery, spine surgery, and heart surgery, right? If you can't walk, you are going to go to a spine surgeon, and even maybe it's more niche than that, because you have a very specific problem that you need help with. And so that's what I want people to start thinking about is how they can get more narrow. How can we stand in their power of their skills and their strengths better? That is by far my favorite analogy. And I remember the first time I heard someone articulate it in that way, it was like, yes, that right there is such a game changer because people want results and they want the person that is the specialist in that area to do it. So I love that you made that point because right there, it's so powerful. And then instead of diluting our message, that allows us to really hone in and craft that message and speak to that one person. I love the book, The Power of One, one of my favorites, because yes, you with your product or service, the one thing you're solving the problem that one person has over and over and over. And that's the beauty of it because you specialize in this one thing. You become the go-to for the one thing. I love that. Even there's an exercise I do with many of my clients. It's like the one thing. What is the one problem? What is the one client? What is the one area of expertise? What is the one transformation? What is the one signature offer? What is the one content bucket that you excel in? Like, what is the one platform you should be on? If we can get more streamlined and singular, we can become more powerful in our delivery. And to be honest, it's much more sustainable for the long run because it's very hard to manage a business if we have many different audiences, many different offers, and many different areas of expertise. And now I know a lot of your multi-passionate listeners are going to say, but I don't want to be put in a box. I have, you know, I'm a hyphenate. I love to do life coaching and yoga and fitness. And I, you know, Reiki and I don't know, heart math, all the things, but guess what? Your audience, these prospects don't have the bandwidth or the mindset to analyze what you're good at. There's too much noise in the marketplace. It's too confusing. And I hate to say it, but sometimes we waste their, our clients' time by talking about all these different things. Figure out a way to wrap it all together. Figure out a way to either go narrow and go deep or try to wrap all of those things that you want together in a way that is uncomplicated and simplified. Right. There is such power in simplicity because you hit the nail on the head. It is so, so noisy. This is a noisy world and we are inundated. I think now the human attention span is less than a goldfish. I think we've like gone down past that, which is sad, but that proves your point. We need to keep it simple and simple is what is sustainable. And I think that as moms, especially, we're used to navigating all of the things. It's it's one of our powers. It's one of our strengths. But just because we can doesn't mean that we should. Yes. I mean, I'll add to that. As moms, we're nurturing, right? right. I'm a mom. I have three sons. I get it. We want to say yes to everything and everyone. We want to try to be the problem solver. 
but that doesn't help our business all the time. More is not a great strategy. Less is going to help you become a master, right? And get you deeper into the pain points, the desires of the person you're meant to serve. You can be selective. You can be polarizing. You can, you know, stand, put a stake in the ground saying that I'm an expert in just this. You know, it's okay. And actually it's quite liberating for your messaging because it just won't feel like you have so many different things to say and you won't feel scattered anymore. Because let's be honest, we we don't have the resources like a Target, right? Or a Walmart. We don't have the time or the capacity. We're moms. We have so many things that we have to do from home to business, to life, to the house, all the things. So niching down is actually going to make it simpler for you, uncomplicated. It's going to make it sustainable. It's going to make it clearer and focused. And that will just help you build your confidence and deliver even better results to your client in the long game. Yeah, exactly. Because none of it, we're master overcomplicators. I'm a recovering overcomplicator. But when you really streamline that, oh, it's just, it's powerful. And I love everything that you're describing. Now, do you think sometimes just the scarcity mindset is holding people back from niching down? What's your take on that? Yeah, I think it's the scarcity mindset where people are coming to me and they're asking me to do this and they're giving me money to do this. How can I say no? And, you know, when you say no to the not so great fit clients, you're actually saying yes to the ones that are coming your way that are the premium quality clients. And so it is, you know, this deferred gratification you have to be sit in is that if I'm saying no to this, I'm opening the door to saying yes to something better that's coming. If I'm saying no to these offers and getting it off my website and saying yes to my core signature offer that I love and I see transformation, then your audience will get it. They won't be confused anymore. They'll know exactly what you do, how you do it and how to work with you. So it's this idea of just simplicity and setting boundaries and saying no is good for your business. It is good for the health of your business. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. And for me, when I hear a no, it stands for next opportunity. Mm. You know, by saying no to all of the things, like you you pointed out, it's giving ourselves room for those super aligned clients that are going to have the incredible transformation through the products and services that we provide. And I just absolutely love that. Can you give us some advice of how we kind of unpack and discover what our niche truly is? Because even, you know, sometimes I think we think we have a niche, but our niche is so broad that we're still kind of talking to everyone. How do you navigate that with your clients? Yeah, so I've created a framework called the Bullseye Branding Formula, which has four steps, which will help you sort of refine and elevate your niche. So the first is specialize, right? We don't want to, again, be the Jane of all trades, doing all the things. We want to really become a specialist and get out of becoming a generalist. And so what does that mean? That means, you know, doing some of this self-discovery work to identify what are all the things that I do? And then really auditing, what are the things that you love to do, that you do really well, that people come to you on repeat, that you do, you know, naturally you excel at it. 
Um, look at the testimonials that you have, what people are saying about you in your zone of genius. Those are all clues and breadcrumbs for you to stop being a generalist and become more of a specialist. Even with my brand, I'm a brand strategist, right? I've been doing brand strategy for years. And in the last year, I've been finding that people started coming to me more for niche strategy. They knew that I had this formula and I would be talking about it. And so it was like a light bulb for even for me. And I do this work to say, I should go even deeper within brand strategy to offer and position myself as a niche strategist because I've already been doing the work. I already have the frameworks. I have the intellectual property. So why aren't I doing it? So doing an audit of your skills and your strengths. The second is specify. Now, this is where you don't want to be speaking to everyone under the sun. You really want to get selective. You're going to want to do another audit of your last 10 clients, and you're going to want to rate them. Which ones did you like to work with? Which ones actually paid you in full without questioning your rates? Which ones did you get great transformation? You could see their results. And then look at the people that ranked high and see if you can see any common themes, any common, you know, is there any patterns that are coming around these people that you can now create an avatar around them? Are they in a certain industry? Are they in a certain season of their business? Is it a certain problem that they all have? Then the third step is you want to look at how do you stand out from the rest? This is your superpower. And sometimes you have to ask your audience, you know, why did you choose me over somebody else? Sometimes you have to look really deep into your process or your personality and really try to understand what is that competitive edge? We all have it, but to be able to articulate what that is. And that's another layer in the niching. And then the last is solve. How do you solve your problem? Do you have a specific format, a framework? Is there a specific technology that you use? Could you be a website designer, but you specialize in Squarespace and that's all you do? And not only do you specialize in Squarespace, you produce a website in seven days. So now you're creating your own place in the marketplace because you're niching down. So just as a recap, it's specialize, specify, stand out, and solve. Absolutely incredible. And I'm telling you, if you take those four steps, you can gain so much clarity. And clarity is key to business success. And it takes that intentional pause, zooming out to see, okay, can I answer these four questions? Do I know the answers to those four? And like you said, even reaching out and seeing, okay, what am I really good at? Where are the commonalities between these high-level clients that I have that I loved working with? And that's where you begin to refine your voice, refine your message, and get results. Malika, this was phenomenal. Seriously, so much value. You guys, if you are taking this and implementing it, reach out to Malika, get into her DMs, tag her, share what a difference she has made. You know, maybe you were on the fence about niching before because of some of the, the roadblocks that we, we talked about. But if this is making a difference, get into her DMs. She is absolutely the brand CEO. Malika, how can we find you and learn more? Yeah. 
Thank you. Would love to connect with your community. So I'm always on Instagram. So find me at, at malikamalhotra.co, which I know is a mouthful, but I'm sure there'll be a link somewhere. Um, also on my website, malikamalhotra.co, I would love to share a freebie with your audience called Ready, Set, Brand, which provides templates for some of the key foundational brand concepts like mission and vision, but also positioning statement, which is very tied to finding your niche. You know, where do you stand in the mind of your customer? That's your positioning. So would love to share that freebie. And if you need help with your niche, this is something that we do in one of my signature offers, which is called the Brand Breakthrough Mastermind. It's a four-month mentorship program, very small group. I have about 16 women, but I am their branding expert in their back pocket. We are working on their niche. We are working on their messaging. We are working on their offers, all the things that can next level your brand so that you can become the go-to expert. Amazing. Malika, thank you so much. I do appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to pour into our listeners. My pleasure. This has been so much fun. Thank you. And until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode.